0: The income statement is a flow through, always starts with revenue, cost of goods sold, and sgna, and and you end up with profit at the end of the day. Welcome to BYFIQ, where we talk about business financial literacy, explore strategies for profitability, and unlock the power of finance so you can make more money in business. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. One of the primary financial statements in business is the income statement, however, this doesn't mean that it's the most important financial statement, more on that later, but it's a crucial report that you should know like the back of your hand. So let's dive in, but actually not. Before I tell you about the statement, you should go to byfiq.com, which stands for boosting your financial IQ and take the income statement assessment. You can access that from the homepage and it will take you literally a few minutes to complete. Then you could test your knowledge and get a better grip on your financial IQ. Now, if you are the person who likes to open a book and read the ending or skip through the lessons in school and head right to the answers, that's fine too. No shame or judgment. Just keep listening. Here we go. First, the income statement is also known as the profit and loss statement. It's one of the main financial statements used by business leaders to evaluate their financial performance over a specific accounting period. It provides a summary of a company's revenues, expenses, and profits or losses offering insights into a business's profitability. Understanding an income statement is crucial for anyone making financial decisions in business, including owners, founders, entrepreneurs, investors, managers, business unit leaders, stakeholders, and more. This may include you, and that's probably why you're here. So let's walk through the component parts. First, we have revenue. This is the top line of the income statement and represents the total income generated from the sales of goods and services before any expenses are deducted. Remember this, revenue equals sales. It's the same thing. Revenue can be broken down into operating revenue, which is generated from core business activities and non-operating revenue, which is generated from non-core activities. When you hear somebody say the top line, they're referring to revenue, also known as sales. Now, I'm going to sing a song here in a minute when I'm done explaining all these component parts. I know you're really excited for that, but before I do that, let me keep going. The next section of an income statement includes the cost of goods sold. These are the direct costs attributable to the production of goods sold by a company, including materials, labor costs, subcontractors, repairs and maintenance, permits, all the things that are associated with delivering your products and services to the end user. Now, when I say delivering, I'm not talking about driving a truck to somebody's house like Amazon and delivering a package. I'm talking about producing a product or service and giving it to the end user, or in other words, conveying value as part of your normal business. Now, this is one of my favorite questions to ask people as a CFO. What is typically the largest cost of a business? especially in the section cost of goods sold. Now this varies from company to company, but typically the answer is usually labor. So if somebody asks you, what is typically the biggest cost of a business, make sure you respond accordingly, or I'll be very disappointed in you. If you ever get confused about this section, just remember the name cost of goods sold represents all the costs that are associated with producing products and services and delivering them to the end user, the cost of sales or sometimes referred to as the cost of revenue, which is the same thing. One mistake that I often see as it relates to cost of goods sold is that oftentimes businesses don't include all the items, especially labor, that are directly related to delivering products and services to customers in this section. For example, a company may incur payroll cost, but it's all lumped together in one entry. However, for most companies, There are frontline workers or customer-facing employees that deliver products and services to the customer. And then there are employees that are involved with general administrative activities. But because payroll isn't broken out, usually it's just classified as an operating expense all in one line item instead of being broken out between cost of goods sold and operating expenses. You may wonder why that's such a big deal, but I can tell you it's because if you don't classify things correctly... You may not understand the true economics behind pricing your products and services and then incurring the costs associated with getting them into the hands of the consumer, which then ultimately skews your gross profit. And if you don't know your gross profit, and if you don't know your cost, then it's going to be really difficult to figure out things like your break-even point, which then leads us to our next section, which is calculated by taking costs of goods sold and subtracting it from revenue to arrive at gross profit. Gross profit indicates how efficiently a company uses its resources to produce goods. It also tells you whether or not a company can effectively price its goods and services above its cost to earn a profit before accounting for overhead or operating expenses, which we'll talk about next. Now, here's the big thing. Don't get gross profit and net profit confused. I know I'm talking to a rookie when they tell me how their company is making 40% profits. Now this may be true if they're a solopreneur and they're not paying themselves an appropriate salary or maybe they have some type of patent or technology which allows them to earn a ton of money. But for most companies, gross profit ranges between 25 and 45%. But it doesn't include operating expenses. Rather, it only indicates the amount of profit that is earned after subtracting out the direct cost associated with producing those goods and services. So gross profit, let me just reiterate, is revenue minus cost of goods sold. Now, moving down the income statement, we have operating expenses, also known as selling, general, and administrative expenses, or SG&A. These include all the costs required to run the business that are not directly tied to the production of goods or services. Some examples include salaries of non-production staff, marketing expenses, rent, utilities, professional fees, and office supplies. Operating expenses are also referred to as OPEX for short, if you want to sound cool. Or they're also commonly known as overhead. So don't get those confused. SGNA, operating expenses, OPEX, fixed cost, overhead, all these things typically mean the same thing. Now, moving on, we have operating income. This is calculated by subtracting operating expenses from gross profit. It shows how much profit a company makes from its core business operations before interest and taxes. Don't get this confused because operating income is not the same thing as net income. This is true because we have to subtract out a few more things such as other income and expenses. These are accounts that include things such as interest income or income from the gain from a sale of a piece of equipment or other non-core operating income. I just said income like, three or four times in one sentence, but other income is non-operating income. Just remember that we also have to account for non-operating expenses or other expenses such as interest expense or one-off costs that are not core to the business. So after we take operating income and we deduct other income and other expense, fortunately or unfortunately, we have to pay taxes. Income tax expense is deducted from operating income to then arrive at net income. Net income is the bottom line. So the top line, remember, is revenue. The bottom line is net income and represents the company's profit after deducting all expenses, including interest and taxes, from revenue. It's also an important indicator of a company's profitability. Okay. Now it's time for the song. I know you've been sitting at the edge of your seat waiting for this. I'm terrible at singing. Okay. So that's just the caveat here, but here we go. The income statement is a flow through always starts with revenue, cost of goods sold and SGNA. And you end up with profit at the end of the day. See, I told you it's terrible, but hopefully it gets stuck in your head because I want you to remember that it's a flow through the income flows through to the balance sheet, which I'll talk about in another episode, but we have, it always starts with revenue, cost of goods sold, and SGNA, also known as your operating expenses, and you end up with profit at the end of the day. So there you go, those are the component parts. But before we wrap up, I wanna talk about what you should know about the income statement. Number one, periodicity, which is a fancy way of saying income statements cover a specific period such as a quarter or a year, providing a snapshot of a company's financial performance over that time. Compared to a balance sheet, it's as of a certain date. For the income statement, you could pull it from January 1st to the end of January. You could pull from January 1st to the middle of February. Whatever period of time you wanna cover, when you pull it, you'll be looking at the revenue, the expenses, and ultimately the profit. So make sure you understand that. Number two, profitability analysis. By examining the various components of the income statement, you can assess a company's profitability and efficiency at generating profits from sales. Number three, trend analysis. Comparing income statements over multiple periods can reveal trends in revenue, expenses, and net income, helping to forecast future performance. Number four, decision-making. The income statement is a crucial tool for making informed decisions regarding investments, Budgeting and strategic planning. And lastly, is limitations. While the income statement provides valuable information, it does not give a complete picture of a company's financial health. It must be analyzed in conjunction with other financial statements like the balance sheet and the cash flow statement. Now, I'm going to say this once, and you're going to hear me say it over and over again because I'm so passionate about this. 70% of companies that go bankrupt are profitable when they close their doors. Now you may be wondering, Steve, how the heck is that even possible? If you're making profits, doesn't that mean you're making money? But remember, profits don't equal cash. You can record profits on your income statement, but maybe your customers haven't paid you for those goods and services that you've delivered to them. And that's the difference between profit and cash flow. So you have to understand the balance sheet and the statement of cash flows in conjunction with the income statement, or you can totally destroy your business. And the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I've spent my entire career turning around and growing companies. And I can tell you, if you're not paying attention to cash flow, I don't care how big or how small you are, it can lead to certain death. So understanding an income statement and its components can definitely help you in analyzing a company's financial performance, identifying trends, and making strategic decisions to enhance profitability and growth. But just do me a favor, don't stop there. Keep listening to this podcast. Also, I have a lot of great tools for you prepared at byfiq.com, which stands for Boosting Your Financial IQ. So make sure you go there, and like I said, be sure you take the income statement assessment There's also the financial IQ assessment that you can find there. Be sure to check those two things out. They're really fun and easy to do, and it gives you a great starting point as you take this journey to increase your financial literacy and build better skills, which will help you to increase your financial literacy and build more valuable skills, which will then lead to a better financial life. Okay, hit me up along the way if you need any help. Be sure to connect with me, and until next episode, take care of yourself. Cheers.